because maybe he thinks it means that you would die if you know your light bulb blew when he wasn't home hello and welcome to the feminine as fuck podcast i'm your host monica yates a period and icf certified women's life coach and i help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow in these episodes we will be talking about all things periods hormones confidence health food money sex business feminine flow your brain energy and all the stuff that goes through our heads you will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Hello everybody and welcome back to my podcast. So to set the scene for you, I am currently in Aspen. I'm staying at the Hyatt and it's beautiful here. I've got the fire going. I'm currently in my thermals because I've been skiing this morning and I shared with you guys on my Instagram story a little situation where I when I was driving to Aspen my tire got like not flat but I had a warning come up on my car like on the window thingy and it's just me traveling with jelly um saying like your um your back tire needs air and of course I'm like oh my god like I've watched the tires being filled with air but like I haven't done it actually fuck that I haven't watched it. I've sat in the car whilst on our ski trip in Switzerland James fucking did that did like he did the air thingy in the tires I don't even know what it's called but like I just sat in the car and like I don't know what I was doing I was doing something random in the car like nothing helpful right just that that's my job don't be helpful <laughs> just be the vibe anyway so this situation happened and of course I'm like fuck are you kidding me but I didn't really worry about it because I was just like oh it's fine I'll just find myself a man and he can do it like I don't even know I don't not need to figure this out anyway so I posted on my Instagram story how I just like went to a petrol station and I waited um for a guy to come out of the shop thingy and go to his car near the air thing and I just jumped out of the car and I was like hey um are you able to fill my tires with air I don't know how to do it and like, yeah, can you do it for me? And he was so taken back. And I was kind of like, I was like, do you have time? Like, are you, is that okay? And he was like, yeah, 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 of course. Like, I'll do it for you. And it was just so interesting. Like, he was so taken back by me asking. And it was like no woman, no woman had ever asked him before to do anything. So I posted it on my Instagram and I was basically just like, you know, I don't need to worry about these things. I like to live my life in like an exhale. A feminine wants an exhale. So I wasn't going to get myself worked up about it. And I was not going to try and do it my fucking self because that would have ended in tears. Um, or like a fucking broken, like a whole dead tire because I would have completely fucked it. I'm just going to find myself a dude to do it. And of course it like made his day because he was like, he felt like a fucking man. He felt like a hero and men like to feel like that, right? Of like, I've just like achieved something and I've just helped this, this woman. And not only did he do one tire, he did all of them. And he had some like tool thing that you needed to like, oops, he had some like tool thing that you needed to like do something with the tire pressure and like test the number like some number comes up I don't know and he was like do you want do you know what number they're meant to be at or something like that and I was like uh no and he like found the spot in my car where it says like what the pressure should be at or something or other and went around and checked all the tires for me so I was all good to go and he was like he checked the car he's like yep you're all good all the tires are strong like you're fine um just if you get a warning in a few days time again then um you might have like a nail in your tire or something and so you need to go get it fixed and I'm like cool sweet like thank you 
And it was just like a beautiful example, right, of, of just asking a man for help. And I didn't make, and I don't internalize that shit. A lot of women will internalize it. It's like, but I got to prove that I'm as good as a man. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking change a tire. Like, I don't want to change a tire. Like, I am not made to change a tire. I don't want to change a tire. I don't have to change a tire. Therefore, I'm not fucking doing it. I am not doing it. That's not my that it's not my role. Anyway, and I had a beautiful response from one of you. And this literally has happened like an hour ago. And now I'm like recording this podcast because I was like, oh my God, I love this. So I'm sitting here, I'm writing my book and everything, you know, writing the chapter on letting men lead, talking all about men, blah, blah, blah. You know, the shit that I love talking about with, with all the man, woman, emasculation stuff. Anyway, and somebody sent a question in, where's my phone? Oh, it's up there recording this. Someone sent a question in, basically saying like what if your man won't do this for you because he says things like you need to learn how to do this yourself like it's important that you know how to do it x y and z like am i with with, with the wrong man and i was like oh dang this is a fucking juicy question so that's what that's what we are jumping into today so what if your man doesn't want to lead and tells you to learn things yourself now before we even jump in ladies tomorrow well when you get there so on tuesday march 23rd we have four amazing men coming to do a panel for those of you that are in Big Eleven and a Mother. It's all held online, but you guys get to ask questions and men are going to be answering it. So this is a once in a lifetime thing. I'm not going to be doing it again. Um, if you are not already in Big Eleven and a Mother, I cannot recommend joining it enough literally for the panel. And then you can go back and watch all of the recordings and everything from all the content that I filmed and you get access to everything forever. So if we do, if I add extra modules in the future, you get access to it. Um, I would highly recommend joining Honestly, it's so healing to just hear men talk about these kind of things. It was one of the big catalysts in getting me into all this work is when my ex-boyfriend, one of my ex-boyfriends, when he told me how sexy women, their feminine was. And I was like, oh, okay, I should probably like get on that train. And now I obviously am. So if you're not already in that, the link is going to be below. Make sure that you are in that because it's so juicy and I would not miss out. Like this program has helped so many women. You can see the testimonials on the website. Okay. So I've written a bunch of notes down. So I do not miss anything. I was like making some lunch, writing at the same time so firstly a lot of men in today's society think that women want to do everything themselves or they think that women want to be like fucking misindependent i mean you look at movies you look at the media you look at society you look at social media it's like i don't need no man like fuck this dude fuck this dude fuck this dude and i'm like jesus effing christ right now you know we're in this you know unfortunately many of you might have heard of this sarah everard i think is her last name situation um really fucking tragic and i will would love be lying if i said it didn't shake me it did shake me um the sarah everard situation in uh brixton in london where she went missing and she was just walking home at 9 p.m like nothing crazy um you know in a town in london um and you know she didn't go she didn't get home and she was lost for all she was you know missing for a number of days and they've arrested a policeman and they found body parts near his house and I have goosebumps and I don't know yet whether they've confirmed that they're hers but I think it's pretty fucking obvious that it probably is and like it just I have goosebumps again like it just it, it is a really scary situation I'd be lying if I said that it didn't shake me um especially being a police officer. Um, and it wasn't like she was like, you know, walking home at 3 a.m. And even if she was like, it wasn't that she was doing anything crazy. Um, it was just like a very normal situation. So, you know, and unfortunately that has then spurred another uproar of on social media, like 
fuck men kind of energy of like all men are bad like boys will be boys like all this kind of stuff um where you know men are dangerous and you know I understand like yeah this man is dangerous this police officer is fucking a danger um but it's damaging to our psycho our um our psyches because it's damaging to our stories is what it is to simplify it's damaging to our stories around men because even if you're like no no it's just that one guy but you're constantly being exposed to this stuff about men being the devil it will you know it will affect you subconsciously over time um and it does make you feel unsafe around men whether you're consciously aware of it or unconsciously aware of it and so this constant exposure to these very um demonizing statements and labels with men is causing men to feel really unsafe in today's society especially when it comes to polarity and and being and leading in a relationship um and you know chivalry and all that kind of stuff and it's also making women you know not feel as safe around men and as a result we are becoming control freaks because it gives us this false sense of safety it's a trauma response um but at the same time we're not happy with the men in our lives because they're not leading this is what be a love and not a mother is all about anyway so you know you look at the fucking media and it's just like we can't rely on men all men are bad blah 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 like women need to just like stick together fight for themselves all that kind of stuff um and it's like where and and where is that balance and that's where I come in so a lot of men can sometimes think that they're helping us by you know saying like oh let me teach you how to do it or you need to know how to do this for yourself or x y and z um or letting us be misindependent they can think that they're helping us um or that they are afraid that if they do something for us that they're saying that we're weak right because some women internalize that as oh are you thinking i'm weak um or they think that you know if they don't if they do start helping us too much that we're not going to be able to survive in this world like we need to know how to survive without them and so it can be it actually it isn't often from a conscious scenario that they're doing it it's often from a response to something a trauma response or they're actually trying to protect us in a roundabout way just like parents will like not do things for you because they're like you need to learn for yourself then your partner could be doing a similar thing um because he thinks he's doing the right thing by you but you're like no i don't want to learn it myself like i don't need to know how to fucking fix a tire you can do it for me kind of situation hi jelly oh he's about to vomit okay okay Okay, sorry, I didn't know what happened there. Jelly sometimes does these like little vomity things. It's like he's like coughing up phlegm or something. I don't fucking know, but he doesn't really frequently. Anyway, um, I don't know what's that, what that is about. So what I was saying is that like sometimes it can be from like a, a, a protective response when we're like, but I don't, I don't want to know how to do it. Like I want you to do it, right? So I totally get that. So a lot of women, the thing though is a lot of women in society they want to be able to do everything for themselves so maybe your partner has been with a woman in the past where he didn't have to do anything because she wanted to do everything so there could be that dynamic where he's then kind of thinking that you're the same when you're not the same remember that a lot of partners they will act out their previous relationships because they assume that it's like the same when it's not so if your partner was in a previous relationship where the woman wanted to know how to do everything herself and would be like show me how to do it so I can do it for myself next time maybe he's thinking that you want the same thing when you're like no I don't give a fuck I don't want to know how to do it myself right and some men will then go why don't you want to know how to do this yourself like Monica you should know how to do this yourself and I understand that they're like you should know how to do this yourself but I'm just like I don't want to know because I believe 
that I can have men in my life or other people that can do those things for me. So even an example, which I'll talk about in a second, is like staying at hotels. It means that I don't have to fucking, you know, bring my own bags up to my room. Or if there's an issue, I don't have to solve it. Like last night, the carbon monoxide alarm was going off before I went out. And I just phoned the front desk and they were like, oh, it might be the carbon monoxide alarm if you're hearing that beep. Um, I'll get the electricians or something rather to come up. And it was just like, great, done. Because the feminine wants to live in an exhale. I don't want to fucking, I don't give a fuck about a carbon monoxide alarm. Someone else can do that for me. And people could go, oh my God, but like, what if you're living by yourself? And then like, yeah, well, I was like, well, then I phone someone else to fix it. Like I don't, my nervous system as a feminine being and take this or leave it, right? But this is actually science. Um, Like science has proven that women have um, more sensitive nervous systems. My nervous system is not made to deal with all these fixing things in life of like dealing with how to do this and this. I mean, that's just too fucking much. I'm like, I don't want to have to like remember all of that, to know how to do it all. It feels so much easier and better when there's a problem to just like get someone else to sort it out. I much prefer that. So what he, so, so back to my notes. So question for this person that asked this question around like what if my partner um you know wants me to learn everything for myself or thinks that I should learn it myself and he shouldn't do it what does he think it means when you ask him for help or when he helps you because maybe he thinks it means that you would die if you know your light bulb blue when he wasn't home and you're like I don't like I can survive 24 hours without it so it could actually be that he's internalizing a situation that you're unaware of and you're like why isn't he doing shit for me and there can be so many dynamics to this and the most common one is that so many men in society aren't like uh, 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 so many men in society are like but don't aren't you like an independent woman and you want to do it yourself and I'm like no right? Like, I'm like, nope. When I meet a dude, like I make it fucking obvious from the get go that I am so into gender roles and that I am not a fucking misindependent woman because especially, especially because one of you guys asked me this about keeping the polarity when like you earn a lot more money than your partner does. And this is that whole thing is in be a love and not a mother. I am very, very good at the gender role thing, especially because once they figure out like, you know, my um, business success, then I don't want them to kind of slap a label on me. And I don't slap a label on myself. I'm not insecure about it, but it's just the reality of people perceive you in a certain way. That's just a fucking reality and that's fine. And so I really make sure that the men that are in my life are like, huh, that's so interesting. Like, you know, she really does like have it. She's got a lot going on, a lot going for her, but she is just a very normal woman that enjoys being looked after. And I make that very obvious from the get go. So they kind of know that as well. So maybe he thinks that he's doing you a disservice by not teaching you how to like do your own tire or whatever it is, right? Just like parents often will, you know, not help us with our homework or not help us with something or rather because they want us to learn. It's not because they don't love us. It's actually because they're doing it from like a protective place. And so I wonder if your boyfriend is doing it from a bit of a protect, a protective place, because the thing is like, you're not wanting him to be your parent, which is really important, right? We don't want some child parent dynamic. That's not the vibe that we're going for. Um, so that's really important that you kind of figure out what it is um, that's happened what 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 he's making it mean if he is helping you because he is making it mean something and then he's like 
he is making it mean something and he's like oh I don't want to do that so therefore I won't I won't help her right so I would just both get on the same page because a lot of men and women in relationships can be on different pages especially if the man is trying to like you know be like supportive of women like obviously duh but like in a way where they're like oh no like she can do it herself and you're like I don't want to do it myself do you know what I mean like it's it's such a fine line these days between like supporting women and then not supporting their feminine desires if that makes sense there's a difference between just supporting women and supporting the feminine desires I support women and I also support men right I don't think that women need more support than men does that make sense? We need a different kind, but I don't say that women, and this is in modern, this is in like first world countries, but I don't say that, do you, do you that's what I mean? Like if, if I was, if I was in a different country, let's say for example, I was in like South Africa, like yeah, women's right, rights need fucking work, but I'm talking about modern society. Like you're living in a first world country. Generally speaking, um, women need support but men also need support. And the problem is with all this women support women stuff, I'm writing about this in my book, but the women support women, what's it called? Um, I think it's just called women supporting women. Yeah, that movement is fucking bullshit. And the reason why I say it's bullshit, and this is going to be my book and maybe I'll do another podcast on it. The reason why I say it's bullshit is because it's like very often, very not always, it's very often a facade. And there is so much bitchiness, sisterhood wounding, and um like ripping down of women behind the scenes and jealousy hey baby oh you want to say something for the podcast okay thank you if you're watching the youtube video jelly's just come over to he's licking the microphone or smelling it um the, the you know women are actually ripping down other women behind the scenes or they're you know judging other women or it, it is like a witch hunt it's the cancel culture and so the women supporting women stuff i just say is most of the time fucking bullshit just yeah, but we'll do a whole, we're going to do a whole book chapter on that. And I am, I am manifesting to have my book done by March, by May, so that we can start going in through the editing process and all that kind of stuff. Cause I know that it takes a while. Okay. The other thing that I wanted to say, and I'm also going to put this question uh, and this situation in the question box for the panel chat on Tuesday. So I'm also really curious to see what the men say about this. Um, okay. Next thing. Many young men growing up nowadays are a new caliber of man. They have been raised to be so supportive of women, which is fucking amazing. And sometimes they have lost like the the masculine leadership because that can be de- that's being demonized, right? A lot of a lot of masculinity is being demonized now in society. And um, so as a result, these men are, you know, not holding open doors, not paying for bills, not, you know, um, cha- not knowing how to change a tire or getting their woman to do that kind of stuff or think or saying things like, let me show you how to do it so that you can do it too. Um, and whilst they are supportive things, and I mean, you can see how, you know, your partner being like, oh, let me show you, babe, how so you know how to do it too. That is, a, he is supporting you. Like, I totally see that. It's just that you're like, I don't fucking want to change a tire. Like, I, when our tire, um, 
burst in Switzerland, I just sat in the car and looked after Jelly. I gave I gave him a hug. I was the supportive grounded one and I was chill and I just he was like just sit in the car and wait. I was like, okay. So I just sat in the car and waited and I was just kind of turned on by the whole thing to be honest. So like it really um it really yeah swap your, swap the perspective because he's probably doing it from a place of love and you just need to explain to him that you don't fucking want to change the tire. Like that, and and if he thinks that's like naive or whatever, you can kind of explain the situation to him. My dad probably sometimes would be like, "Oh, that's so stupid, Monica. You should figure out how to do it yourself." And now over time, he's just like, "Okay, now I get where she's coming from." And also, like, I'm not gonna change her mind. So, like, stop trying. That's that's me. Like, I'm 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 not stubborn. I just know what I want and what I don't want, and I don't want to know how to change a tire. I don't give a fuck how to change a tire. And I'm going to explain why I don't give a fuck in a little bit. So some of the young men that are coming through are are awake to the divine feminine, right? Different women supporting women. They are awake to the divine feminine. The, a lot of the women supporting women movement is like also combined with the fuck men um, or like pro women, women are better than men. Whereas the divine feminine, when you're in your divine feminine, you fucking love the shit out of men that you just like can't get enough of them. Like that's the difference. Okay. So some of the young men are waking up to the divine feminine, which is amazing. Yet many young men are also thinking that we want to do everything ourselves. And the thing is many women do want to do everything themselves because they haven't, you know, Got, found my work yet um and so and and what i want you guys to understand though is those women that are wanting to do everything themselves it's not coming from their core desire of being a feminine woman it's coming from their head it's coming from society's conditioning it's coming from what other people have told them to do or what they should do not their heart's truth heart's truth right so people would say to me like i was having a conversation with a new friend um when you were skiing she was like she's very new to all my work and she was listening into a few things that I was doing the other day and she was just so fascinated and she was like so wait when you're skiing with boys with men because I I've been skiing with a bunch of men I haven't been skiing with women um uh don't you like feel the need to like prove yourself that kind of stuff I'm like no I don't give a fuck and they're like and she was like but don't you want to like you know, um, don't you want to show that like, you're not weaker than them or anything? Like she literally was like, I'm always worried that like, I don't, I don't want to seem weaker than them. And I'm like, I am weaker than them. I don't, I don't care. Like majority of the time I'm weaker than them. Like if we're okay, if you understand a heavy powder day, you understand heavy powder day. Like it is exhausting to a whole other level skiing on powder is fucking crazy if the exercise is out of control like your legs are full on like you actually that there's points where you just you can't even feel your legs um because the the muscles are just so exhausted and you're like anyway so when we're skiing powder like I would have to stop like a few times going down the runs because I'm just like I'm going to fall because I can't control my legs anymore and the men can just like keep going a bit more and then there's other times, for example, on peace or, you know, in other situations where and other times where I was way in front of them um, and they were like, we can't fucking keep up with you. And it's just like a different like on peace, my legs don't burn and I have the speed and the control and the um, the technique to go really fast. But on powder, I could go really fast. My legs just honestly are so fried that I like have to stop myself. Um, anyway, point being is she was like don't you feel the need to like prove that you're not as weak as them? And I'm like, uh, no, I don't give a fuck. I am weaker than them one. And I do not get validation from them. Like I validate myself. If they were like, oh, you're being a bit weak. I'd be like, just stick up your ass. Like I don't care kind of situation. Do you know what I mean? Um, 
So a lot of women, they they want to prove that they're as good as men um, or they want to prove that they can change a tire. And the key thing is that it's like from a proving place, from an ego place. It isn't from like a soul desire place and women aren't weaker than men like when I say that I mean like broadly I mean like when I'm saying like I am weaker than them I mean like physically speaking I am weaker like a hundred percent my 30 kilogram suitcase that shit is like so hard for me to carry but for a man it's not really a big deal right like for example like I don't want to carry big logs of wood for the fire it gives I got a splinter and it's still in my hand like I don't want to do that shit best because I just like that to me is like ew but then for a man he's like yeah right like it's it's not about that he's better or he's worse because then because then you could say well men are weaker when it comes to emotional intelligence right and like they majority of the time men aren't as emotionally intelligent as women and that doesn't mean he's weaker it's just a difference it's a, it's a difference in in the superpowers essentially is what it is so as my clients always experience, the more that you get into your feminine and have clear feminine boundaries, the more he will step up without you having to ask or try or like even show. So literally the more that you are in your feminine and that you release anything that's making you be from this, making you act from this like anxious feminine or this wounded feminine or wounded masculine, right? This like um, masculine armor, it will actually like it'll actually create more polarity and it will help your man to just naturally step up and lead. Now, jumping back to, I don't do anything a man should do when a man is around me or what I want a man to do when a man is around me. So what I was saying before of like, I don't do things when a man's around, like I don't like to do things that something that a man could do when a man is around me. Now, obviously when I'm traveling alone, there are some things that I just have to do myself and that's fine. Like I don't really care, right? But things that I will avoid doing changing tires clearing up like a man can make me a drink he can cook me dinner he can carry my bags like I don't want to do those things if a man is with me I'm not doing those things anything that can be done so in that done energy he will do and then the being is my job the manifesting the vibes the the um the experience right so the music like what that's maybe about it like like whatever else it is right I will do that stuff but a lot of the doing he will do now obviously there are times where like I'll cook dinner x y z and clean up but I love to do I love to do that when one I want to and also like if he's really tired and I get to kind of like support him and have that like warming nurturing energy then I love to like cook and clean up um but otherwise if I'm tired I don't want to do anything right if I'm tired I'm never pushing myself to do anything because that doesn't feel like an exhalation for my feminine okay the other thing also with um with all of this stuff so I like to not be doing I like to be being And why this can sometimes be like a headbutt in your relationship if you're the same is that we've also kind of like lost a bit of the father figure in society. And what I mean by that is that that energy where men look after us, the protective energy, the energy of we are provided for, we are looked after, you know, he's got my back. It's kind of gone. The father, the father figure energy is in society is like gone astray, right? Many men are not sure how to provide and protect these days. And so that father energy has just kind of like lost itself, right? The mother energy is fucking here. So many women mother their boyfriends. That's why I've got the program be a lover, not a mother. So that's not good to constantly be mothering your boyfriend. 
but so many women on the other side are craving more of that father figure energy and it's not a daddy wound they're craving that father figure energy of knowing that they are looked after and so protected by the men in their lives romantic or not I'm gonna give you guys a picture a lot of you would know my friend Dom he's been on my podcast a number of times I've been on his I just coached in his um, mastermind with the all these beautiful men it was fantastic so I am looking for my apartment in New York and I actually found it and it's fallen through because I don't want to live there anymore because Dom, beautiful Dom, went to go see it, see it for me. Now he is a father figure energy in my life, right? He is, it doesn't matter whether he's older or younger than me, it doesn't matter. The father figure energy is just an energy, okay? He is a bit older than me. I think he's 40 um, or 39. One of the two, God doesn't fucking look it, but I think that's what he is. Um, I think that's his age. Anyway, he is such a beautiful father figure energy to me. Like if I need something, he will do it. He will absolutely do it. So I was one, I asked him if he'd be able to go and view this apartment for me. I wanted to make sure that it was a vibe X, Y, and Z, and he knows me inside and out. And he went at a time it suited him. I really appreciate it it you know asked about like he he oh my god just like he didn't just go and had like have like a quick look around he went and he pointed out things to me like monica there's a bit of sound from here right like you know the ceilings are this tall like we're missing this you need to pop this in like factor in this and then he like was walking around the outside of the building and there was a lot of public housing and he was like you're not fucking living here i was like no i'm not nothing wrong with public housing it was just like a safety thing right of like the, he was like there's nothing around it feels a little bit dodgy like i really would not be staying here i know you, you're not gonna like this and that father energy of just like i've got you I'm going to provide for you. I'll protect you. And I'm going to go view this apartment for you. Like he went out of his fucking way to go and spend an hour, an hour and a half, hour long. It like took him to get out there and get back and view it to do that. And so many women are craving that ability to rely on men in that kind of way and ask men for that support with nothing being hung over their head. No, like I did this for you. Now you have to do this for me. Just this pure loving energy of like, I've got you. I'm going to go do this for you, right? So many women, because they're people pleasers, they're afraid that the men in their lives are going to do the same, right? So they'll go do this for you and then like blackmail you with it later or like hang it over your head of like, well, I did this. So now you owe me this kind of situation. Or, you know, the man's going to say like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, but like resent them for it. So we've really lost a lot of that father energy because also so many men don't feel safe to be that father energy. They don't feel safe to provide and protect because they're like, they're like, what if she thinks that I'm a misogynist or what if, what if she wants to be misindependent and, and blah, 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 blah. So, so many went, so many men are like walking on this fucking line, like fine line in society and just feeling so unsure of like, how am I meant to be showing up right now? And so it really is our job as women now to kind of just give that little bit of guidance of like, Hey, like it's safe for you to show up like this. It's safe for you to pick up the bill, to walk me home, to call me in the morning, right? To tell me where and when to be for our date. Like, I fucking love that shit. Like, please do more of it. It is a little bit of our job and I can dive into this way more and be a love and not a mother. So please, please go into there if it's calling you, okay? Um, 
So whether the men in your life are romantic or not, they can still be providing this father figure energy. I've got some beautiful male friends in my life and they, it's the same. It's providing that father figure energy or that, that brother energy, right? But it's not about lover, right? It's literally like an, I've got you energy. Um, and a lot of women are craving that and society is craving that. And we have lost it because I believe of the demonization of men in the media and in society. Okay, so whilst with this question, whilst about, let me repeat the question of like, I want my boyfriend to do this, but when I ask for things, he's like, you need to learn it yourself, blah, blah, blah. Am Am I with the wrong men? So whilst your boyfriend has a point and you do need to learn how to do some things in life, right? I have a hard, I, this is personal, I have a hard fuck no to needing to learn how to like fix a light bulb, change a car tire, lift heavy bags, et cetera, because... And the reason why is because generally speaking, I don't put myself in situations where I'm alone and would have a life-threatening issue, right? So for example, like I'm not going to drive from London to Switzerland in the middle of the night because then I would have been alone with a broken down car. Like I'm not going to fucking do that, right? I'm not going to go on some crazy ass 14 hour road trip by myself that I've never done before in the middle of the night. For example, I'm not going to you know, go down a double black when I'm skiing if I'm not with a man. Why? Because I don't want to like go down a fucking tree ditch and then get stuck and not be able to climb myself up because I'm panicking because my nervous system can't regulate itself as quickly as a man can or because I get physically exhausted faster and I'm just not going to put myself in that situation. And it's not then of the argument of like, oh, well, you should be able to, you shouldn't have to worry about that, blah, blah. Like, I'm, I don't give a fuck that I'm worrying about it. Like a lot of people just like, oh, we make shit mean something. We make that we make, we make up that, you know, um, oh, you don't feel safe to do a double black. That's not a, like when, when you're alone, that's not okay. Like you, you should feel safe as a woman. This isn't about a woman. This is about me just not being a fucking idiot. Like I'm not going to go down a double black by myself if I'm not feeling like super confident about it. And I'm talking not just like, a double black where a million people are going down. I'm talking about like, you know, a double black through the trees on like a quiet day kind of situation. Like I'm just not going to do it. Like I just don't want to do it. Right. And, and if you want to do it, that's totally fine. Right. But I don't put myself in situations where I'm alone and would have a life threatening issue. I don't put myself in a situation where, you know, I'm, I'm going to drive a boat in the ocean and then get stuck on an Island by myself. Like I'm just not going to do shit like that. Does that make sense? Um, and then also with like the light bulb, it's like, well, I just hire someone else to fix the light bulb, right? I pay the hotel staff to carry my bags. I don't drive for a long time in the night unless I'm with somebody else. It's it's ju- it's not that I'm having to protect myself in society from being a woman. It's literally just that I choose to not do these things because I don't want to have to do them. I don't want to fix a car tire. I don't want like it doesn't feel good to my feminine. I don't want to do shit like that. But if I'm with a man and we broke down and he fucking did it, that shit turns me on. I will happily witness it, but I will not do it, right? That's the difference. Um, So I don't want to fix shit. I don't want to, because I don't want to fix shit. I also don't need to learn how. Also, if I really needed to know how to fix a light bulb, I could Google. I could just Google it. If I really needed to fix a car tire, I could just YouTube it. Do you know what I mean? Like there are instructions. It's just that I'm not going to put myself in that situation if it's likely to happen, like full stop, right? 
Also, a blown light bulb for 24 hours is not really a life-threatening situation. Like, it's not going to kill me. So I know the basics. I'm not an idiot. I know the fucking basics. If I needed to fix a car tire, I honestly could because it's not that hard to do. Um, You know, and I know how to, like, flick the switches of a switch bo- of a fuse box. There we go. That really proves it. I know how to flick the, flick the switches of, like, a fuse box if the fuse goes off or whatever. And also when shit like that happens, I just get on the phone, right? I just phone a man. Okay, if I'm, if I'm alone, I phone a man, get him to fix it. Like luckily, no matter where I am in the world, somebody is awake. There is a man awake to help me um, and I can phone them and they can do it or I get somebody else in, right? I just pay someone to do it in. Like I can carry my bags, but I choose not to, okay? I know that if there's a blackout, don't eat the food out of the fridge. Like I, I'm not an idiot, I just choose to not have to do things, do as masculine. I choose to not have to do things that I don't want to do. Okay, now, going back to this question, coming back to men that aren't taking the lead. If he's not used to taking the lead, then it may take him some time. So be patient. You know, as I teach and be a loving on a mother and I show you guys and everything, be patient with him. Use the examples of things to do, things to say, X, Y, and Z from me, a love and not a mother. And don't you start taking the lead, right? Stop telling him what to do. Stop emasculating him. Stop being his mother. Let him do things for you, right? The feminine wants to feel like life is an exhale, just one big... <sighs> That's what the feminine wants to feel like, right? So anything that feels stressful or feels like a... <sighs> like that kind of energy, don't do it. Don't do it. I find men. I found the fucking man to fix my tire, right? You know, friends laugh at my life in a really good way because even when I'm traveling alone with Jelly, right, I find men to carry my skis. I find men to make me dinner. I find men to buy me drinks. I find men to carry my bags. I find men to take me out to dinner. What did I say? Cook me dinner? Yeah. Or I had a friend over the other night and we needed ice. And I was like, I'll just go to the, um, I said, I, I was on the phone to the downstairs and they were like, oh, there's an ice machine in room, whatever, like near, near where my hotel room is. And he was just like, I'll go do it. I'm like, sweet, right? Like I just get men to do other things for me. And I, most importantly, I receive the offer. Okay. So when he's like, I'll get the ice, I'm like, thanks right? I'm not going to be like, no, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it. Because even though it's two steps away, it's not about the two steps. It's about he wants to do it. I'm going to receive it. I don't have to go do it. Fucking fabulous, right? It's not me being lazy. It's me allowing myself to receive. Okay. Um, Cool. The next thing also, my dad sent me some email about trading. Lol. I find men because I'm a magnet for those men that want to please women. I give off an aura of a very safe space for men um, with fuck no judgment, absolutely no judgment. And as a result, the men that are attracted are attracted into my life, generally speaking, want to please men. I'm going to give you an example in a second. Now, if men don't want to please women, they're often a people pleaser, right? And you think, oh, but the people pleaser wants to please. No, no, no. They want to please for something in return or with expectation or with like resentment. So that's not they don't want to just freely please. It's a people pleaser. Or if the, if, if the men in your life don't want to please women or don't want to please you, they're in their super wounded masculine or they have expectations. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a story time just so that you can also see like, okay, Monica isn't perfect. She doesn't only attract in like the most perfect men. Okay. So I was skiing in Beaver Creek and I met some friends. I met some guys on a chairlift 
I met this one guy and let's change his name. Let's call him Andrew. That wasn't his name, but we'll call him Andrew. Um, I met him on a chairlift and they, he was on like a boys weekend, right? So I then ended up hanging out with the boys and they kind of loved it because I knew the mountain better than they did. And I'm quite a good skier. So it like pushed them to be, to be better skiers. Anyway, so we'd ski together for like a few days on and off. Um, and they came over, we went skiing in Vail one day and whatnot. We filmed a bunch of stuff while we were there. And I, um, I'm going to give you guys quite a bit of a story so that you can kind of like understand the different parts. And just so you can see like the human psychology of it. And actually it could be interesting for you guys to be like, wow, that's a really good pickup so that you guys can apply it to your own life. So we went skiing in Vail and I, we, at the end of the day, I was like, I went home, right? I went back to Beaver Creek and then he texted me later. Andrew texted me later saying something like, you know, we were, you, you know, why didn't you have drinks with us? Like we were offended that you didn't want a beer with us after skiing. And I said to him, I was like, oh, well, there was an invitation. And he was like, well, it was implied. And I was like, well, there was no communication. Like words can go a long way. You're on a boys trip. I don't think that is an implied beer. I don't want to crash your boys trip. Like I'm, I didn't say this, but I was like, I'm just being fucking polite. You know what I mean? And there was no invitation. Um, and so he was like, oh, we were offended that you didn't want to hang out with us. And I'm like, okay, well, next time you just need to invite me, right? So that's red flag number one. Oh, there was no feelings, by the way, for this dude. This was just friendship, friendship, like absolutely no feelings. Um, so th- that was like red flag number one of like, okay, this dude doesn't know how to communicate. And like, it's 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 like, it's getting... Um, I've got energy of like expectations and uh, people pleaser kind of already, right? Of like very unable to um, do anything slightly out of his comfort zone. Anyway, and so um, when I say I have a a comfort zone, I mean like uh, communication wise. Anyway, so they ended up coming to my house later that night at like 8.30 or something or other because they were watching the videos that we filmed that day. And I was like, oh, I'm really tired. Like, I don't want to come over. Like, it's fine. You guys have your night. I didn't really give a fuck. Anyway, and I was just exhausted. And um, then they were like, can we come over to yours and like watch it? We can hang out for a bit. And I was like, sure, you guys can come over for one hour. And then I really need to go to bed. I'm so tired. Like when he texted me, I was literally like about to go upstairs and get ready for bed. And so I was like, yeah, that's fine. Anyway, so they came over and whatnot. Now to put into context, I'm 24, they're 34. Right now I date normally 34 year old dudes. So that's not a big deal for me, but I just want to put in context everything. There's four boys, one woman. Now you guys know I'm pro men, right? But I'm also like pro read the fucking room. Firstly, they wanted to smoke weed because weed's um, legal here um, on the balcony. And I was a bit like, at first I was like, no. And you guys, have, you guys know I have no problem drawing boundaries. I was like, no, like I don't want the house to smell like weed. And like, you can't smoke here. It's like a no smoking thing. And they kind of like talked themselves out of it. And we're like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like we're going to be outside, blah, blah, blah. And I, I mean, I could have drawn a harder boundary to be honest, but I was like, okay, like it's outside, like whatever. I'm sure you're allowed to smoke outside. I just hadn't really read the book or anything, but I was like, I was like, don't fucking bring it in here. And I don't want to smell like weed. Um, and so they sat outside and were smoking. That's fine. And then, um, they brought wine over. They poured me a glass of wine. I didn't really want any, but I was like, whatever. Like I just accepted it, but I wasn't really going to drink it. Uh, I don't give it to peer pressure anyway. And they were like peer pressuring me to drink my wine. 
um, because I'm young and I was like, I don't want to drink it. Like, I don't really like wine. I get really bad hangovers from wine. Like, thank you, but no thank you. Like, I want to be fresh for tomorrow's skiing because we were getting a massive dump of powder that night. And, um, and they kept just kind of like, you know, having digs at me about it, X, Y, and Z. And I was just like, oh, wow. I was like, you know what it was, ladies, unfortunately? I was like, these are unfortunately the men that, um, that women talk badly about this, these, they, like they're not doing a good job, um, like showing really beautiful male qualities, put it that way. I will say though, one of them, we were like walking around Vale and we were carrying our skis trying to get from like one section to another and we were walking upstairs and one of the guys did say like, do you want me to carry your skis for you? And I was like, yes, please. So I did really appreciate that. Um, I will say, um, anyway, so that was that night. And then I kept asking them, I kind of kept being like, okay, like one more video and I need you guys to go or like, could you turn the volume down? I don't want to disturb the neighbors, blah, blah, blah. And they just like kept pushing the boundaries and I was getting pretty fucking pissed. And it was one of those situations where it was like, I was, because they weren't honoring my boundaries, I it was like that was where that story can come in from women of like I'm being a psycho when you're not being a psycho you're wanting your boundaries on it right anyway and so let me just I feel like my microphone's gonna be a bit fuzzy on this because I'm talking too loudly my okay that's better um anyway they did eventually leave they did they did clean up I will say they did clean up they were very very grateful for letting me come over because I was staying in a much nicer place than they were blah 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 they did take me out to dinner like a few nights later that's all fine Anyway, so then three of the boys, they leave and it's just Andrew, the one that I met in the beginning. And he wanted to ski. He was, this was, so on Monday, they had to check out on Monday and he wanted to ski Monday because we got more powder, but he had a meeting in the evening and then was going to drive back to Glenwood Springs. Uh, yeah, Glenwood Springs, that was called. Yeah, Glenwood Springs. Um, but it was meant to be snowing and so he didn't want to drive in the snow. And I said, like, you, like, you can stay at mine if you want. Um, Anyway, and I thought he was the tamest out of the bunch, right? So that's why I was like, you can stay in mine. Any of the others, I wouldn't have said it. I was, And I've got a four-bedroom house. So I was like, you can stay in one of the other bedrooms. I wouldn't even know that you're here kind of situation. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, I've got clients in the afternoon. I'm busy. But like, you do you. It's not a big deal. Blah, blah, blah. So on Monday, he was skiing and then came home later. And he texted me saying like, hey, I'm going to make tacos for dinner. Like, least I can do etc. And I'm like, amazing. Thank you. Okay. Fast forward. So I've done clients the whole day, the whole afternoon. I've skied in the morning, come home. And then I've had like four clients, something or other. And then a guy that I met on a, a different guy that I met on the um, chairlift, he asked me out for a drink that night. And I wanted to, I wanted to go out for a drink. So I just told Adrian, I know he had this call anyway. And um, I was just, I basically said to him, I was like, Hey, after dinner, are you cool if I just go for a drink with a friend? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Dad. Now remember it's his responsibility to say, no, it's not fine if it wasn't fine. Okay. Anyway, so, or him to be like, oh, I was kind of hoping that we could have a night together, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not my responsibility to know that. Anyway, he cooks dinner. And let me just say, it wasn't like he cooked me spaghetti bolognese or just like random tacos. He cooked wild tuna tacos, buffalo and chicken tacos, two different types of guacamole. I didn't know that was a thing. Two different types of guacamole and like this whole amazing dinner, which I was so grateful for. And anyone that knows me and any men listening, you like men always say you are so good at being so appreciative. Like I am not just like, thanks. I'm like, I am so genuinely deeply grateful towards men when they do things for me. Anyway, so, um, 
so he cooked me dinner and I was like really grateful and I said to him I was like I just love having men that look after me in my life like thank you I've, I've missed this the past two weeks and um yeah it was like on the barbecue whatever doing all the things so I then come down we have dinner and I went out for drinks afterwards uh and I want to say he like made the biggest fucking mess but I was like whatever like you cook dinner you want to cook dinner you can cook dinner um I went out for drinks blah blah and he ended up leaving that night and I actually thought maybe he was a bit pissy that I went out for drinks or he was a bit jealous because he might have picked up that it was a dude whatever but I was like there was nothing between us like a hundred percent like if he thought there was a connection like there was no connection anyway um and so like no vibe anyway and so I texted him that night again being like I appreciate you cooking me dinner so much like thank you so much hope you have a good trip back like I might see you in Aspen didn't eat from a few days that's fine whatever I was like okay I think he's just a little bit annoyed that I went out for drinks he might be a bit upset like maybe he thought there was something there but I was 100% sure there wasn't and I was 100% sure that like he was I, I was 99 I wasn't 100 I was 99% sure that he was on the same page anyway and then he phones me a few days later or whatever and basically has the audacity to project his people pleasing the fact that he was super triggered is what it was um onto me and he said that he didn't like the way that I behaved in by the way in my own house so he didn't like that my house was messy he didn't like that I you know couldn't unpack the dishwasher when I was like getting a glass of water or something in the kitchen like I was standing there for a minute and I could have unpacked something he didn't like that I didn't clean up after he made dinner um he thought it was really rude there's a rule in America I'm like this is the rule everywhere that like if one cooks you clean I'm like no that's an expectation that is not a rule that that is not a truth that and this is the key that's not a truth ladies that's an expectation now if I was in a relationship with him and he cooked dinner and I wasn't going out I'd be like yeah let me clean but he we're not in a relationship and he was like I want to cook you dinner because you've let me, you know, stay at your house for the night, blah, blah. And I received that. And if he, and this is, the, so hence ladies, this is not a perfect guy, right? I don't only attract in perfect men. I have these situations happen. He had the expectation that because he cooked me dinner, I should clean up. And I'm like, um, absolutely not. I did not ask you to cook me dinner. I did not expect you to cook me dinner. And if you have gone to the effort of making a crazy dinner, why in God's name would I then say I will clean up the barbecue, all the fry pans, all the chopping boards, X, Y, and Z? Absolutely not. Now, if I was staying at home, I could have helped him clean up a million percent, but I wasn't. I was going out. And I also just want to remind, I also just wanted to say what I also said to him as well was this was my house, right? So what I'm trying to share with you guys is that this is an example of a man that was is a chronic people pleaser so what that meant is actually this is really important he said to me on the phone well you could have at least faked it you could have at least pretended and lied and said do you want me to clean up and then I would have said no it's fine you go out and I was like oh okay so you wanted me to lie and this is an example of people pleaser right because they lie to other people they they will say things that they don't mean and so for me to not people please it's very triggering for me to be so authentic it's triggering for me to have a messy house because I'm busy and I don't give a fuck what my house looks like when I'm busy I don't care if the dishwasher's not unloaded it's me being authentic and that isn't triggering because that's just fucking that's not triggering to me a messy house isn't triggering to me because it's just real and it's just me right but for him it's a people pleaser thing so for him 
the expectations, the people pleasing and the projection of his triggers like ruined uh, ruined a friendship, right? Because, you know, just like a 34-year-old man, it was he was having a tantrum, essentially what it was. He didn't get his way that night. So he was like, I'm leaving, right? He had to like pick apart all these situations. Oh yeah, and Jelly peed in the house and he was like, I had to clean up your dog's pee. I'm like, I didn't ask you to, like you didn't have to clean up my dog's pee. And so those people that then start going, well, I had to do this and I had to do this and I had to do this those people are people pleasers, right? They're trying to get validation. They're trying to feel like they're enough of things that they've done, but you haven't asked them to do that. Like, I didn't ask you to pick up Jelly's pee. Like, you could just fucking left it. He pees in the shower all the time. Jelly just walks into the shower and pees over the drain or shits over the drain. He's the smartest dog ever. Like, I don't care if he pees somewhere, right? If someone's made you dinner and then has the expectation that you'll clean up, again, that's an expectation. So I want to give you guys context. When I was skiing in Switzerland, so James is the complete opposite of this dude. James is like the most chivalrous fucking man that does everything for women, like everything, right? Whether like, whether this woman is just a random woman on the street um, or whether it's me, doesn't matter. Like he would, he, for example, Christmas day, the mess was something else. He, he literally cooked for like six hours in the kitchen and then cleaned up the whole thing and told me to have a nap. There were, I, I, I think I cooked and cleaned for one evening and it was like the last night because he was so tired and I was like, I'll do this. And I wanted to. But every other time it was like, no, like you do you, you play with Jelly, like you take him for a walk, like whatever. And what was so, what's so important about that was it wasn't like an expectation. He wasn't getting anything out of it. He was just like, no, like I'm really happy to do it. Like I enjoy doing things. Does that make sense? Versus a people pleaser doesn't do things from a place of love they do things from a place of expectation so him cooking dinner I saw I said to him I was like oh so you didn't really want to cook dinner it was more of like an expectation thing he's like no no well I did want to cook dinner like I did want to cook dinner for you I'm like okay well then you need to drop the expectation so expectations ruin relationships when people have expectations on you you will find it very very challenging to be your authentic self around the person because you're worried of what they're going to think about you and it's not because there's anything wrong with you it's because they will twist scenarios to like suit their stories if that makes sense so let me just see whether I've done everything anything else that I want to mention about that situation so basically because he didn't get his way, he had a tantrum and his his adult tantrum was to project onto me and then to like leave the house that night to like some dramatic fucking exit. Um, he couldn't sit in my way of doing something. So he couldn't respect in my own house that my house could be messy or he couldn't respect that I don't want to unpack the fucking dishwasher. Like you can't like he came into my house. Okay. He came into my house and therefore if he has an expectation that my house is going to be like sparkling clean last minute, like that's on him kind of situation, right? Expectations are always the other person's problem. Um, Another thing, so he would have preferred me to lie and offer to clean up than to just be like, thank you so much for dinner. I really appreciate it. Like so much. Sorry, I have to leave kind of situation. He would have preferred me to lie. That's a big fucking no-no. If someone prefers you to lie about things, that is a huge fucking red flag. He has no boundaries himself. He has no boundaries himself. People pleasers are not good with boundaries, right? So this is an example. This is the last thing I want to say. This is an example of a man 
wow, this is a long episode. This is an example of a man that isn't grounded and rooted. He's not in his deep healed masculine. And I'm not saying that a man has to go do like fucking shamanic healing to go be in his deep healed masculine. This is an example of a man that's definitely not in his masculine because he couldn't, he, he was just in like a chronic people please that kind of situation, right? He's not able to have a bird's eye view of the situation and be like, well, I did cook. I did say I want to cook dinner. Like it is my responsibility to clean up. He was like, no, I wanted her to lie because I wanted to then, and maybe this is a wounded masculine thing also, to then be like, no, no, it's fine. I'll clean up, right? But there still would have been that resentment there because he didn't want to clean up or whatever it was kind of situation, right? Um, and you know when someone, actually decided, you know when someone's in your house and they like make a mess or whatever and then they clean up and they like won't clean up your fry pan from like lunch. They'll just like leave it there. And I'm like, I just find, I honestly just find that so rude. I'm like, you're already cleaning up you're staying in my house, like just clean up one extra fire pan, like put it in the dishwasher. And it's like, they purposely leave your things to have a dig. And anyone that feels the need to have a dig, it's like, they are not the people that can speak up. They can't draw boundaries. They can't voice their truth. They can't communicate properly. And I was able to see that lack of communication in the way that he had to project a 34 year old man had to project onto a 24 year old woman. If your boyfriend ladies or your partner feels the need to project onto you and not just be like, Hey babe, X, Y, and Z, but rather like be like, you know, I, I didn't like the way you behaved. Like, why'd you do this? I'm just like, "Mm, it's not my vibe. Like goodbye kind of situation. Right. And it's important to not get triggered in those. Like I wasn't getting triggered. I was actually just like, I was, the situation wasn't triggering. The situation was like, wow, this is so unbelievable. I, I couldn't even wrap my head around it. I was just like, I was mind blown that someone had the audacity to criticize the way that someone behaves in their own house. I was just blown away. Anyway, whatever. Um, the last thing I wanted to say about this situation was that he wanted something in return. When you're with a man that wants something in return, fuck no. If he's like, well, I did this for you, so I deserve a blowjob kind of situation. No. Like if a man is ever like blackmailing you with something, that is a hell fucking no for me a hell fucking no because if you want a man that leads a man that leads he wants to lead he doesn't lead so that he gets something in return he leads because he gets pleasure out of le- out of leading right so if you what was I gonna say so yeah these men are not my vibe and I cut these men out straight away of my life because they're not the kind of men that are like open to learning. These are the kind of people that unfortunately are very like my way or the highway, blah, blah. And they're not just like, you know, I was interested in that dynamic. Like I've never been in that situation before. Like, could you tell me X, Y, and Z, especially when they're aware of my job. It's like very weird to me when they like behave weirdly. Anyway, so I just wanted to give you guys that little bit of a story of like, I don't only attract, I don't only attract perfect men into my life by any means, but I will say I do attract some very, very good men. So he is one bad egg out of a lot of good ones that I've attracted in over the, over the years. So I just want to preface that because at the same time on this ski holiday, I then met another another great man who we had so much fun skiing together and we were like GoPro filming together and he filmed he was the one that was holding the like holding the selfie stick for way longer than I was he decided what path we'd take he was keeping a track at the time he paid for the drinks x y and z and it wasn't that he was you know just trying to get in my pants it was actually just like 
it was just easy for him. It was, it was just like, someone needs to take the lead. I don't want to choose where to go. And he literally, he would, he asked like, do you have preference? And I'm like, I'm like, it's really nice when I have to decide where to ski today. So you just do, you just take me wherever you want to go. And like, I'm happy. And if I want to go somewhere else, I'll tell you. So like I wanted to do Rose Bowl for a second. So then we like did Rose Bowl and then we went back to his tracks, right? Because it's just the fem- for the feminine, it's easy to not have to decide. It's so easy to not have to decide. Even, you know, the, like when when this Andrew guy was like, I'm going to make you tacos. I was like, oh, yes, I don't have to cook dinner tonight. Like it feels so nice to the feminine. But then when that shit gets twisted, it can be a bit of a stab, right? Stab in the guts. But I don't want, don't let it be a stab in the guts, ladies. Don't let it be a stab in the guts. Draw your boundaries as a feminine woman. Do not settle for less. You want to man that that it's going to give you the whole package you want a man that isn't going to be like i'll cook you dinner if you clean up fuck that i don't do blackmail no it's like you cook me dinner and also be willing to clean up and if i offer to clean up that's lucky bonus for you but if you want to go on make some extravagant dinner you also need to do the whole entire thing and that means clean up do not have the expectation that i will then be like oh i'll clean up because sometimes i absolutely will a hundred million percent. I'm not lazy. I'm not, I'm not just like a using bitch. That's just like, Oh man, does everything for me. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to do anything. No. If he was like, if he said to me, for example, like, Hey babe, well not Xander, I just like a random dude. It was like, Hey, I'm really happy to cook dinner, but are you cool to clean up? And he asked me that I would have been like, yes. Or I would have been like, no. So if Andrew was like, Hey, going to cook tacos tonight. Does that work for you? Like, or would you like me to cook tacos tonight? Um, you know, uh, would you be happy to clean up different scenario? He actually said to me on the phone when he was projecting, you could have said to me that you didn't want me to cook dinner. And I was like, you didn't ask like, Hey, you know, would you like me to cook dinner? But that's why I said to him, I was like, I was really busy doing clients. Like I didn't ask you to cook me dinner, but I really appreciated that you did. And he was like, well, if you didn't want me to cook you dinner, you should have said that. And my argument was, then don't text me saying, I'm going to cook tacos tonight. Because that's like, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm like, received. If you said to me, for example, like, hey, would you like me to cook dinner? Like, does that suit your schedule? Then I could have been like, I'm happy to do my own thing or like, not really sure. Can we just like play it by ear? You get what you want. And if we end up having a dinner together, great. Otherwise, like, don't worry about it. Because honestly, things were really up in the air for me. So his his expectation of if I cook you clean was pulled out from his fucking ass because there was no conversation about that. If there's a conversation that creates an expectation, different story, right? So if there was a conversation with your partner ladies and so therefore the expectation was like, oh, well, she was going to clean up because she said that, that's a different story. If he just, if there wasn't an, if there wasn't a conversation to create an expectation, then the expectation ruins the relationship. Whoa, this is a long episode, so many tangents, but I hope this was helpful for you guys. Do not forget, be 11 on a mother is on Tuesday. You have until Monday night to join and then it's closed. No expect, no exceptions. You can't just join on Tuesday last minute. Um, I hope to see more of you joining the program. It is such a fucking good program. I cannot recommend it enough. And I do hope that little story, uh, I was like, I'm and arming about whether to include it because I was like, is it valuable? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't valuable, but I just wanted to give you guys context that by no means am I perfect and only attracting imperfect men. Um, so I just wanted to give you that context of like, I, you know, that aren't there, you know, there have been men that come into my life that, you know, do have expectations or do say, well, I do this. So you owe me this. Um, and I'm just like a hard no to that. And that's just more about me being in my power and drawing boundaries and know the kind of men that I do want in my life and the ones that I don't want in my life and ones that have expectations and all that kind of stuff I do not want in my life all the ones that don't know how to support women 
Um, I don't want in my life. And when I say support women, I actually mean support the feminine. I don't want in my life. So anyway, I will see you guys on Tuesday for the panel. It's going to be so juicy. And also don't forget that you have a few more days to join the certification if you want to. Um, please get your application in by the 26th of March. So you have, you have got, we've got time to like email you, go through it all. And then you can make the first payment because first payment has to be made by the 31st of March. Whoa, so much talking. Have a lovely day.